Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. The Views for Midstreet podcast rolls on. Rob Brown, the great Alonzo, right soul with you. Hey, do us a favor if you haven't already done so and subscribe to the Views for Midstreet podcast. We drop you two episodes a week all the way through the offseason where we talk all the comings and goings and happenings around Carolina football. Hit that little bell notification wherever you get your podcast from Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, or for free on the Odyssey app. And make sure that you are alerted every time a new episode drops for you. All right. There are three things that I do not want to hear from you. I do not want to hear about your dreams. I don't care. And I want to say dreams. I mean, you're asleep dreams, not like your personal goals and aspirations. Okay. I'm glad you clarified with that because that, that made it seem uh, like I very, was a jerk. Yeah. Very insensitive. Very, you know, I'm sorry that you, you aspire and dream to be something, but you're never going to be that. So I don't want to hear about it. That's, that's how that came across. Now, let me reclaim. Let me, let me clarify that. Good call. Let me clarify that. I care about your hopes and dreams as a person. I care about your goals. And if there's any way that I can help any of you reach them without personally impacting myself, I'm happy to do so. What I don't want is I had the craziest dream last night. I don't care. I don't care what your subconscious hallucinations at night are. Okay. I don't care. I don't want to hear about your fantasy football team. I don't care. No one cares. Literally, the only people that care are you. And the guy you're playing this weekend. That's it. Nobody else cares about your fantasy right, football here's, team. Here's a way I care about your fantasy football team is if you won money and you're taking me out to lunch. Even then, I'm still going to be pressed to get through listening to your fantasy football conversation. Unless you're calling into the Rob Brown show that airs from 9 to noon weekdays on the Fan Upstate with fantasy football questions, in which case I'm happy to answer them. We have many caveats. And little, Correct. Yeah. The third thing that I don't care about is your mock draft, right? I don't care about your mock draft because the overwhelming majority of us, when we conduct a mock draft, conduct a mock draft for what? Our team. We conduct a mock draft for our team. So therefore, there is an inherent unconscious bias within your mock draft that kind of makes it, with all due respect, uh, worthless. To anybody that's not uh, you, what if my hopes and dreams were that my mock draft would help my fantasy football team? You have just inceptioned the things I don't care about. That's impressive. Uh, I was scrolling through some articles earlier this week, and I came across, ladies and gentlemen, a mock draft from DraftWire. Now, DraftWire is a relatively popular and well-known site that focuses on the NFL draft. No problem with that, right? I do enjoy reading draft profiles. I enjoy reading draft breakdowns. I enjoy reading about the draft. I just, the mock drafts don't really do it for me unless you're involving. I do like the mock drafts where they have like a different writer represent every team because then, okay, now I got 32 opinions coming in. I also like the team needs. Sure, I'll read team needs. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a lot of mock draft. I found one that when I read it, I genuinely, audibly LOL'd at it. DraftWire editor Luke Easterling put out his mock draft. 
it dropped at the very end of last week, after we did our last pod, before we did this one, obviously. And he decided to go ahead and do the first round of said draft. He started with the Indianapolis Colts making a trade to the Chicago Bears to get a quarterback. No problem. Lonzo, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are calling the Chicago Bears asking for that number one overall pick to jump up and grab a quarterback. If I told you that the Indianapolis Colts decided to trade all the way up from number four to get a quarterback at number one overall, who'd they draft? Uh, Either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to DraftWire, the Indianapolis Colts moved up to number one to take Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. Okay. That was kind of my reaction to a chuckle and then, oh, okay, okay. But then I got interested and I thought to myself, there's going to be somebody that trades up to get Chicago's number one overall pick. I've told you guys that. I told you I thought C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young were going to come off the board 1-2. Not necessarily that order, not not that order, but 1-2. and two. They moved up in this draft to get Will Levis. So where does that put Carolina sitting at number 9? Well, he's got the Houston Texans drafting second overall, sticking in their spot, as we think they will, and taking a quarterback, as we think they will. He's got them selecting... Bryce Young, the quarterback out of the, out of the University of Alabama, a Heisman Trophy winner, a little bit undersized, but makes up with a hell of an athletic ability and a really precise arm. Then he's got the Arizona Cardinals going number three, though. They've got the bloated contract of Kyler Murray. They don't need a quarterback. He's got them taking Alabama outside linebacker and edge rusher Will Anderson. No problem there. I think that's a good pick. Chicago has fallen down to number four after their trade with Indianapolis, and he has got them going with Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter. That's a win spot there. That's a guy that could theoretically be taken inside the top three. They get him at four and pick up probably next year's number one or first round pick from the Colts as well. Then he has got, listen to this, moving from number nine Up to number five in a three-way trade, he's got the Carolina Panthers. And with that number five pick, he says he's got us taking C.J. Stroud from the Ohio State University. Now, I'm going to go ahead and call the shot. C.J. Stroud will not be available at number five. If the Indianapolis Colts or anybody else decide to take Will Levis out of Kentucky inside of the top four, I will do everything in my power to personally call Scott Fitterer and David Tepper and tell them trade up to five because Young or Stroud will be available, and I'll take either one of them. I prefer C.J. Stroud, but I'll take either one of them in that spot. So you don't don't believe that, I think you said Luke Easterling did this mock draft, that he's not looking at recent activity from uh, the Indianapolis Colts and how bad things have been to the point where you're like, there's no way, but there kind of is, isn't there? 
The decision making for the last uh, 10 years, maybe, not that good. Indianapolis making the trade up to one. Cool. Got it. That's a, that's a that's a believable opportunity. I think whoever trades to one is going to be coming off of a treasure trove of picks to do it. I can see Indy trading all the way up to number one. What I can't see is them trading all the way up to number one for Will Levis. All right. Now, I will say this. If Will Levis falls to number nine and we don't have to move up to get him, I got no problem with drafting Will Levis. He is a draft prospect that I can get behind. Is he better than Matt Corral? Who you already have? I am going to say a solid probably. Wow. I'm going to say a solid probably. That's commitment from you. Way to go. It is. I'm going to say if you gave me the opportunity opportunity between Will Levis and Matt Corral, I'm taking Will Levis. With all due respect to Matt Corral, he's a third rounder and Levis is a first rounder for a reason. I would take the risk with Will Levis. I would trade Matt Corral somewhere and give him an opportunity elsewhere if I don't have to move from nine. There ain't but two quarterbacks I'm moving up for. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. More comfortable with moving up for C.J. than Bryce, but I would move up for either one of them, depending on the cost, obviously. I'm also going to tell you that if C.J. or Bryce fall down to where they're still on the board at five or six, Trading up to five or six is going to cost you only slightly less than trading up to number one overall because they're not going to be only one or two teams that go, wait a minute, we got some material and these guys that we expected to go off the board one, two are now sitting there at four, five, six. So it would cost us a little bit to get one of those guys, but not as much as it would cost you to go up to number one overall and get the guy of your choosing. So I would be fine with the move if C.J. or Bryce and only C.J. or Bryce is available down there at that number five, number six spot. I'd be fine to move up three to four spots, not moving up to number one for either one of them. All right, so this is always an intriguing time of year because then uh, before a pre- and post-combine, you start getting rumors about players and things like that started by teams, I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't have proof uh, to make the player they want fall. So there is a shot that one of those quarterbacks, because of how things play out, could be there around five. And if they are, you gotta do what you gotta do to get up there and get 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 either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Yeah. Three, four spots, fine with it. Eight <laughs> spots to number one, it's gonna cost you way, way too much. Now, if and we're gonna get back to the rest of those head coaching candidates coming up here in the next segment, but I, I could not address this. If you end up with a Ken Dorsey, a Sean Payton, uh, uh, one of the big names, and there's a couple more offensive-minded coaches that are in there, and I'll bring those up in a second. If you end up with one of those coaches and one of those coaches says, hey, I am in if you go get me CJ or Bryce, okay, if I find the coach that I'm in love with, I might be willing to make that a, a, a variable that I play with. Even though they can't guarantee it. That Correct. They can just say that they'll try. Correct. I'd be willing to play around with it at that point. But unless one of those two guys falls to five, I'm not trading. Now, the question mark would be, Lonzo, do you look at a guy like an Anthony Richardson, a, a, a guy that has all the physical tools, but we don't know about the six inches between his ears? 
Do you look at an Anthony Richardson, who I think it is far too high to draft him at nine, but go, we have to take a shot at quarterback, even if it fails, we've got to take a guy at quarterback to try to develop there. There are still going to be guys like Clemson defensive lineman Brian Bercy is going to be there. Uh, at that spot you're going to have guys like edge rusher Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech there Miles Murphy from Clemson an edge rusher a spot we could use some help with outside linebackers say, you, can, there. you keep talking about all these guys and this is definitely a need for uh for Carolina to pair up with Brian Burns so why not go ahead and get one of those guys and then see if see if that other quarterback drops to the second or third round because you've already got a guy who you drafted, who got hurt right away in Mac Corral, and you have no idea what you have with him. And, and the risk that you would take bringing in one of these other guys, why do that when you already got a guy under contract who technically is a rookie because he didn't get to play? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you go developmental quarterback at nine, which that might be all that is left at nine. If Will Levis is there at nine, amazing. I'll take it, but I don't suspect he will be. Nor will Bryce, nor will CJ. You want one of those three, you're trading up. What are they worth to you? That's going to be, I think, in large part, dictated by who the head coach is. That's why we're still waiting to see what comes next.